welcome to Badly Written Boy, a reciting of my teenage years and my 20s, now as a 40-something. How do I remember all these things? I wrote it all down in a diary. Badly. Enduring with me on this retrospective, cringeworthy experience is my wife, who has never read my diaries. Jess. Yes. Episode 12 is about to commence. Is this not episode 11? Episode 12 has commenced. <laughs> did, I get, did I miss one? I just haven't finished editing episode 11 yet. Oh, that's really slack. Yeah. Welcome to episode 12. Correct. We are... Commencing. More than <laughs> Where are we? We're in March 2004. Of, and? I've got a bit of maths for you. It says, I was quite down today because I only got a 48 on the SI, uh, essay I had been the late. On the SI? Have you very Australian? Did I win my SI? <laughs> did I, mate? I've got an SI today. SI today. 48 on the essay. Why am I surprised? I well... I left it to the last minute twice. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, less than 40 is a fail at university. Uh, oh, you're not in your first year, though, are you? You actually yeah. need to get good marks. Yeah, I 48 last. is shit, but also you haven't done any, like, studying whatsoever, so... Yeah. So I handed it in late, and it's the notorious one I scammed. I suppose it should be considered generous owing to the circumstances. Well, regardless of that, 48 does fuck all to my overall grade. I can only hope that the group work takes the grade over 50 or so, so I can get a 2-2 for it rather than a crap third. Not many people come out with a third and do much with it. You've usually got to get like a second. Well, again, I feel like it's the same with anything. You know, when you're doing your GCSEs, like, oh my God, you've got to succeed with your GCSEs or the world will just... Throw you out, spit you up. You're not wrong. There was a guy on my course, the only guy that got a third. He's now uh, an associate at one of the well, previous places I, mean. I worked. Like, <laughs> you just need that. I mean, I don't know what the job market is for graduates, like, right now. But you just need a degree of some description. Like, I don't think anybody actually cares, especially beyond that first job, once you've got actual on-the-job experience. Yeah, if you can get in. A lot do request a second grade degree i don't do they even grade it like that anymore well no i don't know i mean to do my phd i needed to have a second class honors degree but so i did my phd and then i went to get my first job in medcoms and i took my phd certificate with me because it said you need to have a phd to get you know it was like a prerequisite for the job Uh and i went there for the interview and i was like oh do you want to see my phd certificate they were like no no it's fine and I was just like... <laughs> or did they just take it off you and just scrunch it up even, into no, a They didn't ball. even look at it. They didn't even look at it. I was so offended. I was like, I worked so hard for this. I could have just lied and yeah. said that I had one. You could have got like one of the kids to scroll your name on it and draw a picture. But that's what I mean. Like, but as like a hiring manager now, although, you know, you're supposed to have a PhD to be a writer in medcoms, I would take somebody with the right personality over someone with three degrees. You would definitely still have to take somebody with some sort of background in science. No, well, obviously, <laughs> obviously you need some kind of... But if, if someone's got the right attitude, I can teach them everything they need to know. Like, your PhD doesn't teach you shit. So if anyone is in medcoms and going through <laughs> university right now, contact Jess if you've got a good personality. <laughs> if you haven't got a good personality, don't you can bugger off. I don't care. But do you know what I mean, though? Like, I'd rather take... I could have somebody with a PhD that has got no drive and no proactivity 
and be a complete mess. And I can have someone without that qualification that's actually driven and is active in the role and will do a much, much better job. Uh-huh. Although I'm sure most people who've done a PhD have probably become a complete mess as a result of what they've done. Probably. I feel like I can teach science, but I can't teach someone to be driven. It's like... So this is a massive tangent and we haven't even got through day one yet, but this is one of my favorite stories. So when I was doing my PhD, I was, I worked as like a, like a teaching assistant in a biology lab for first year's degree. And there was this girl, so one day we had to like look down the microscope, look at a cell and measure it. Like there's a little like optic that you put onto the microscope. It's got a little like um, ruler in it. So you look down, you look at the ruler and you count like how big your cell is like compared to this ruler. So this girl's like, miss, miss, can you help me? I was like, yeah, what's up? She's like, I can't see the ruler. So I look down and I'm like, oh, it's there. Just like twiddle it around a little bit so that you can, you know, your eye will catch the movement. She looks down, she twiddles it around. She's like, nope, can't see it. I was like, I can't teach you how to see. Like, Uh it's there. (laughs) Yeah, open your eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like, what else do I say? It's in front of your eyeballs. You're moving it. You can see. Uh Uh-huh. It's, how, how do you teach, some, you know what I mean? Like you can't teach someone that. Like I can't teach somebody how to see. Just like I can't teach somebody to be proactive. You either are or you aren't. Yeah, there's, there's like proactiveness, but then there's just like stupidity as well. Well, that's what I mean. You can't teach that. Like, anyway, she cried. You made a, you made a student cry. I made a student cry. I'm quite impressed. I've made several students cry. I also had a totally average crit session, but I promised myself I would do some work tomorrow and Wednesday. Why do you lie to yourself? I don't know. I guess writing it down makes me feel better. It's like planning to do something and then <laughs> usually never not do doing it. anything. Today was an all day at uni. It is really bothering me that it is like a full time job being at uni at the moment. It is your job. Get back to work. <laughs> this, is your, yeah, this is your easing into a real, a real job. Next day, I was finding my workload daunting today. I was just getting on with it, <laughs> taking shock. each bit. Because you haven't done any work for five months. That's why it's daunting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I'm coming closer to a decision on Australia. I think if I get work experience there, it will be great. But if I don't, I'm still going to go over. It just feels like it would be the right decision. All I need is airfares, and then I can pick up an extra coin when I'm over there. After uni, I did loads of active stuff. Just It'll all take its toll tomorrow, mark my words. I'll be as stiff as a pensioner. I think I might sack in the idea of going, getting a gym membership. I'll get a new Digicam instead and continue saving for Oz. It was nice getting up on my own today. I was going to go down earlier to improve my concepts on the big project. As it turned out, I didn't. I managed to get to go to every lecture. That's three hours straight. History tells us that migraines have been seen to suck. Things haven't really changed. Maybe I deserved what I got, which was a 53 average. For Karis's landscape character assessment, I got 47 because I did a crappy rust job. On Karis's piece, I did a report on environment, environmental impact assessments and I got a 52. 52! For God's sake, I spent so long on that. I was working for hours and hours for days and nights. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah. Nice! It's proof in all of these. <laughs> all of these diaries that you did not, in fact, spend any time doing any work. I really don't know how Karis can justify that. I think I'll follow it up. 53 average is pretty much the same as what I got last year, which was about 55. Post-result collection, I went to bar one with Ben for a pint and a few games of pool. I went 3-1 and we talked about our grades. I was left feeling a little better after this and went back to the studio. I stayed there until six. Oh my God. I just had a bite of the worst banana ever. 
Oh, I've never started an entry like that before. You have not. I'm just wondering why this is noteworthy news. It had two layers of skin instead of one and tasted like raw potato. I made the mistake of weighing myself this morning. I think I may have gained a little, making my average weight 15 stone again. What you wouldn't give to be 15 stone again, Marcus? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what 15 stone is in kilos. Uh, neither do I. I could probably lift it. You can definitely lift it. I wouldn't say I'm overweight, but I do get self-conscious on some days. I had the old 9 to 11 this morning. It was kind of interesting. So much so, I had become all enthusiastic for a big read in the afternoon. As it turned out, I was too tired to go back to uni, having to been to town and play football. We lost 6-1 this time round, but they are top of the league. Rick tells me swimming are unbeaten since Christmas. Maybe I'm playing for the wrong team. Maybe that will be glory hunting and sly. After that morning lecture, I went to town having decided to spend the money on a new digital camera rather than the gym membership after you were complaining about being fast. <laughs> it turned out to be a good decision. Matt helped me overcome technical problems on the computer to set up the Digicam programs. Oddly, the camera is a Polaroid. It's interesting that the company has entered the digital camera market. When I'll tell people I have a Polaroid, I'll have them really confused. Hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Just crowds of people. What? What is that? What's going on? <laughs> I could just imagine. You're just like, I have a Polaroid. Wink. Wink. And then people are like, oh, you've got a Polaroid. No one cares. I'm so confused. What's no going can, on? No one cares. It's- I mean, this is before uh, cameras on phones were any good. So you still had to buy a digital camera to get a decent photo. Yeah, I get it. I'm just not that bothered about... You seem to be like really... think it's going to be a big thing, this digital Polaroid. Might be. It's not. Yeah, well, depends what I take photos of. Today was pretty uneventful. I got up, I went to uni, I went to bar one, played pool, then I went home, had a curry and watched a film. I felt good at uni because my tutorial went well and it felt like I reaped the awards of working darn hard all week. After that, I went to bar one with Anita, Rach and Matt, who I played at pool after the girls left. Despite an embarrassing seven balling in game four, in which Matt pulled it back to two apiece, I triumphed in the decider. Matt also suggested a trip to Leeds tomorrow, which is useful to the urban design module. I agreed and we will use my fantastic new Polaroid to capture the best of the trip. There Polaroid. you go. Polaroid? Wow. Does that mean you've got Polaroid film? <laughs> oh no, it's Polaroid digital. Uh-huh. Imagine if like you just handed the, the camera to a random person to take a picture of you of that. And you were like, it's a Polaroid. And you hand it to them and they were just stood there like with the hand out waiting for the Polaroid to come out and it never did. God, would be so hilarious. And you were like, what are you doing, loser? It's digital. <laughs> Chris had organised a curry for everyone and it was good. He even got nans, spelt like your gran, not like a naan bread. Maybe they were just chopped up nan in the nan. I hope not. I got up really early to explore urban designing leads with Matt Forte. 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 Yeah. What does that mean? Just mispronouncing his name. Oh. Sorry, Matt. The train journey there took ages, but it was well cheap. There were loads of indoor shopping places, one of which we got nicked in for taking photos. Well, not nicked, but the security guys were hilarious with the cameras and walkie-talkies. <laughs> you are just such a rebel. But isn't it random, like, how people just think you're, you know, breaching security somehow just by taking photos of some way? We're not, like, agents or something. I don't know. They're Russian spies. I don't know. I couldn't really be bothered to do much work today. I was shattered from last night. So every time I sat down, I just wanted to kip. I did food shopping 
in Crooks, but I forgot it was Sunday and the only shop that was open, ironically, was another co-op branch. And who should I find working on the till there? Megan. <laughs> the old flame. So again, I had a chat, but I've got to tell you, now I think about it, she looks just as hot in a uniform as she does in her usual indie look. Is this why you started dressing like indie, in inverted commas? No, I think I'm talking about a uniform, but uh, the, there was nothing hot at all about the co-op uniform. I was shopping wisely and in a healthy frame of mind, guilt-induced having had a pizza last night. I ended up making harlequin chicken, which was simple but tasty. I probably didn't. I probably had a basket full of hot noodles and bacon rashes. You definitely did. And then when I saw her at the till, I was like, ugh. I've never known you to there. make something as extravagant as harlequin chicken. What is harlequin chicken? No idea. Sounds fancy. It's probably chicken wrapped in bacon stuff with cheese, knowing you. Uh, today was fucking bollocks. First, I missed the 9 till 11 lecture because I slept in, and then I worked for several hours only to be told my ideas stank. <laughs> what a great day. How come things went so well with Andy's tutorial on Friday, yet crap with Claire today? I should have done more work on the weekend. Yep. I'm wondering how much working at the co-op is affecting my grades. Well, for like two hours a week, you're <laughs> probably say, not that much. The problem is not the co-op. And you also need to work at the co-op if you want to go to Australia. It's true to say that it's an intrusion on my time, which might be better spent studying. <laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> face it like the two hours I work a week in the shop would probably still be spent like playing championship manager. Or Mate, I wish I could survive just football. working four hours a week at a co-op. I felt better today after a torrid time yesterday. I actually did no landscape work today, which was good slash bad. I totally needed a rest from it. A rest from doing what? You didn't do any. No, you just work so hard, babe. Uh, oh, I know. And I had to concentrate on some planning work anyway. I felt like a slacker early today as I slept in again and thought I had missed James's planting thing again. But as it turns out, it was rescheduled for the same time next week. So I felt a whole lot better. Planning seminar, I had what the server was good. It was kind of a debate which I really got into. Anita got bored, so I kept on challenging the urban planners on issues in the debate. It got fiery, but I think she won. I think the landscapers did better a better job in the end. When I got home, I decided to make something a bit experimental for dinner. Uh-oh. And it came out well. It was similar to the Harlequin chicken. <laughs> well, it was Harlequin chicken with Cheerios poured on top of it or something. I had, <laughs> um, except there was less tomato and more peppercorns and herbs. <laughs> it's not drastic, is it? No, you look what what's your favourite herbs? Mixer, you used to love Herbs. that Italian. No, was it like Spanish seasoning? No, it was just Italian herbs. I'm sure there was. No, something. there was. You used to put it on peppers all the time. I'm pretty sure it was like a Spanish rub. And you used it on literally everything. Mm, and then tasty. after you started using it, anytime I would cook, you'd be like, ooh, that would be nice with some Spanish seasoning. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> this is spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> We had an interesting construction lecture today on surfacing. No, really, it was totally relevant to what we're doing at the moment. It doesn't the sound interesting to me. No. The rest of the day just passed me by, as it normally does. I did work most of the time. I just didn't seem to be able to get anything substantial done in that time. I guess I just feel under pressure to come up with the goods, having studied up on my last set of grades. Technology fucked me over again today. This time it was a CD full of my plant photos and Leeds pictures. I can't even access the disc. It's not the end of the world though. I'll get the photos from 40 tomorrow from his camera. Work was a joke. There was four of us, so I read magazines all night. Then afterwards I went to the pub with 40. 
Lucky fucker Matt has a new bird, and I think she's around tonight. Keep it down, fuckers. <laughs> uh, shared households. I know, nothing worse than hearing your housemate bang in next door. I got up at 9 for the 9 till 11 in a zombie-like state and was half-heartedly introduced to Matt's new girl, Nicola, who came out with a barrage of stupid comments that I didn't really take in at the time. I Is look- that Matt and Nicola Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> I stumbled down for the two-hour lecture. Chris and I somehow managed to get there late, but I managed to stay awake. I seemed to piss away a whole day, waiting for computers to fuck me over a little bit more. First, I had to wait for my 1-500 to maps that are supposed to be finishing for Monday. Then I had to wait for my CD to be checked by the technician just to be told that it's knackered. Well, that's just Andy. All Matt's 21st photos got lost and all the other plant photos. I was permanently in a rush today and I seemed to be late for everything. Late for uni, late for work and even late to go out in the evening. I didn't wake up till 11 and I could have stayed in bed longer but I knew I had to get on with things. I pressed on with the coursework and eventually got down to uni. What, How- am, I, what am I doing to delay anything? I don't, I've got no It's because you didn't wake up till 11 o'clock. That's why you were late for everything. I seem to be like sleeping in every single day. Yes. Because yeah. you're a young... 20-something. Student life. Mm, that's what I mean. Sounds it's like just a, what we did. Sounds like an amazing lifestyle. It is. Two-hour lecture, four hours in the evening work. That's what I mean. Living the dream. And then go out and drinking. Yeah. Chasing girls. Loving life. That's what I mean. If I could like work four hours a couple of times a week and have enough money to live, it would be my dream life. I mm. uh, pressed on with the coursework and eventually got down to uni. However, when I got there, I found I had to climb four flights of stairs just to get to the studio. One of the two lifts was busted and the paternoster was buggered, so the stairs was the only immediate option. First world problems. I held up pretty late to get a tutorial with Andy because he's way better than Claire. He made it pretty clear I was going around in circles and creating paper. Basically, I've been working my tits off to no avail. Working your tits off when? I don't know, like two hours over the course of two weeks. I know. I feel like this is going to be like a theme throughout here. I didn't get home until 10 to 6, which was bollocks. <laughs> you didn't get up till 11. You've been out of the house for less than, less than seven hours and it's bollocks. Not only could I do nothing but create super noodles. You don't create super noodles. You're so dramatic. Uh, but I was late for work and Roger was pissed off. It was like 6.15 before I even started. And that was really late for me. I'd organised to go to stuff. After work with 40, but we met up with Tommy P and co in Bowen. We managed to persuade him to go into the club, having compromised by having a quick in the Harley. Oh, is that a bar? Another bar, yeah. Then in the club, we met Pete and Jess, who were in fine spirits. And after that, Tommy couldn't get hold of his mates to get the spliff sorted out. So I went home. Spliffs, Marcus. Tut tut. Today I slacked off a bit from studying. Oh my God, but you're such a hard worker. I know. So diligent. You probably deserved it. And probably should have done more as I have a fair bit to do for Monday. Okay, so it's Saturday. You slacked off. You've got a fair bit to do on Monday. Are you going to complain on Monday that you got a crap mark? I'm pretty sure I've already been out like three times this week. (laughs) I still can't find the spark I'm looking for to get my design work done and it's really dragging. I made a start on the plants I have to learn. I won't learn all 40, but I'll do as many as I can. Then on top of that, I have to do the 1 to 500 journey and I have to work 6 till 10. Man, I wasted time today. I rented out the basketball diaries and it was powerful stuff. 
You've spent three quarters of this day telling us about all of the work you have to do. And then you read it down the Basketball Diaries. I've watched that. <laughs> My God. It must be horrendous to be hopelessly addicted to something so detrimental to your health. Like doing fuck all. I was going to say. Sleeping until 11. Oh, such a hard life. Oh, no, no, no. No, Reed, Reed, do you want to hear the last, like, the last sentence? Oh, let me hear more of this hardship. Some people just need to seize that light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, wow. Seize the day, Mark. Words of wisdom. Seize the day. And you're just following this so strongly, this philosophy of life. Hello. Talk in the talk. Oh, my goodness. Like, this has changed me, this diary. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to think about seizing that light at the end of the tunnel yes. there's something about there's this is something you know when you combine two sayings it's got like it's got a name so you're trying to say seize the day uh-huh. and like you know go to the light at the end oh, of the tunnel. i know what it's called bullshit well it is obviously bullshit but there's like <laughs> when you like cross two things it's called something i'll research bullshittery? not bullshittery it's got an actual name and go, Sunday, once I did a bit of work, I didn't feel so... I really thought you had it then. You look so convincing. Yep. I'm quite pleased with that. But you did not. Once I did a bit of work, I didn't feel so much under pressure. By the end of the day, I hadn't done a 1 in 500, but I did do a pretty good concept that will probably translate that to a larger scale tomorrow. I joined a pact with Danny, Jimmy and Ewan where we learn 10 plants each and secretly combine forces in the plant ID test tomorrow. Fuck, I wasn't going to learn 40, man. Be realistic. I know quite a few of the characteristics as well, so I hope that others have done their bit. That'll be the... It was um, a big crap. That'll be the group work that I'm hoping that'll push on my grades. Yeah. When I sat down with the hot chocolate, the handle of the mug came clear off and it spilled everywhere. Man, I bet you were raging. Yeah. But I broke the rest of the cup. Yeah, you definitely slammed it on the floor. <laughs> oh, thank God. Only 18 minutes of today left. I've never heard such a dramatic start to a day. <laughs> yes, we have. There was, was one a few days back. I can't remember what it was. Go back, go back, go back. That's it. Oh my God. I just had a bite of the worst banana ever. <laughs> and it had two layers of skin instead of one. And it tasted like a potato. Okay, let's, let's check line number two. I don't think I can stand another minute. You're going to have to stand another 18 minutes, mate. Why are Mondays bollocks all of a sudden? Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why. I don't have anything against them. They, however, seem to have something against me. That wasn't the song. You want to try again? Do you not want to try the song? I don't know what song. You don't know the Monday song? Jess, I don't even, I've told you before, I don't even know the lyrics to my favourite songs. Have you not even heard it? No. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. I'm gonna shoot, shoot the whole world down. It's about like a school shooting. On what day of the week? On a Monday. (laughs) This has been a dick. Really? I couldn't tell. Yeah. Please continue. Mondays seem to have something against me. The best thing about today was the way myself and a few select others fucked the system. (laughs) Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) We combined forces to nail the plant ID test this morning. Wow. So cool. So cool. It wasn't pleasant to get up for. Why? Because I had to get up before 11 Mm o'clock. 
but it will be person getting a fat test score back. I really hope you get 56. <laughs> Just like <laughs> one mark. More <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the 1 to 500 journey map of the site, which I worked on all afternoon. The end of the crit itself, Kevin and Anna were highly critical. They had a lot of negative points to outline about my new site layout, the positioning of the buildings, etc. Then the crit ran over time and I had to go straight to work, which meant I got no dinner. I work in a food shop, you idiot. Which oh, meant I ate shitty junk food. Which means I'm going to turn into a fat ass. <laughs> Welcome to 40-year-old Mark. <laughs> <laughs> work with crap as usual. I'm so going to quit after Easter. Bad news, James tells me Megan's bust her face off a pavement and cracked her teeth. Why would I even care? Because she thinks she's hot and she'll be less hot with a busted face and cracked up mouth. I didn't, I've barely even spoken to her. You don't need to you need to speak to someone to think they're hot, do you? Yeah. You said she even looked hot in the ugly co-op uniform, so she must be really hot. And she's an indie chick and you're an indie guy. So yeah. it makes sense that you would go together. If she also has some poo-coloured corduroys, you guys will match when you go out. Shitty corduroys, busted up face. Maybe I'll make an exception. Let us see. I wanted to get... People need to make exceptions for you, not the other way around. You do not. You, do, you, do, you don't have... You don't What's have wrong with my brown cords, baby? My Vanilla Martian t-shirt. You as a desperate 21-year-old virgin, like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll make an exception for you with your busted face. <laughs> if anybody showed no. you a little bit of nipple, you'd be I don't be think done. that's the case. I think that she would have come up to me and I would have, like, put a, a hand in her face and say, ugh. Oh, yeah. I don't have to deal with this. I'm not going to lower my standards to with be with you. With your messy face Megan. full of busted teeth and pavement gravel. Imagine if one of her teeth fell off in your mouth while you were kissing her. Mm. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's a bit like a molar. It's a bit of corn. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get Dad's present sorted today. And ensure it arrived on time. It actually turned out to be an expensive day. The cost of the present itself... A book on oil painting. Why would you post a book, you fool? I don't know. The cost of postage, fines for the late video and library book returns. New album, new video. Mark, you're not saving here. And a book for myself. <laughs> the lecture was two hours of absolute crap. Utter waffle. I didn't pay attention. And after about two minutes, I spacked out, as Dave Randall put it so well. To avoid spacking out, I drew a series of overly detailed doodles of a Ford GT skidding off a race and plunging off a cliff, killing the driver. Okay. Nice. Very graphic. Oh, St. Paddy's Day. What a laugh today was. I was in a really good mood. I wanted to make St. Paddy's Day a good one. I went to uni quite early. We had this lecture from a few different people about working abroad. This one girl had been to Boston and it sounded and looked as though she had a wicked time. The other people who spoke only surfed around the edge of where I stand in terms of year out. My situation is quite unique. They mentioned the problems of getting work visas and more relevant to me, finding a places to live, but at least I have plenty of places I can stay initially. At about three, everyone packed up and we headed down to the bar for some drinking. There was myself, Ollie, Matt Costa, and, a, and at different stages, Tommy and Forty. We started at the interval to try and get a little of the pleasant weather in the beer garden. Bar one was right next door, so we fell into there and stayed for quite a while, just drinking all the time. For quite a while, we were drinking until I was hungry, and then went to Subway. A fine meatball and cheese gave me something to soak up the Guinness I was drinking. Guinness. It was St. Paddy's Day, wasn't it? I guess so. 
we continued into S1, went back to bar one, which was, which by that time I was quite drunk. Actually, before that, we had some jolly drinking in the Guinness tent in town. The music was wicked. And then after bar one, we went to the Harley, then home. The title of this one is Studio Investigator. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read this. What could that even mean? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. You did not masturbate in the studio. I would never do such a thing. It was perhaps surprising that I didn't have a hangover this morning. I skipped the 9-11 and picked up the notes off wing in the studio where I was based most of the day. It was funny seeing Ollie and Costa after last night. Everyone was really mashed. The contrast between our households was exposed. They have five in there, as does my house. They all, however, have girlfriends. Really stunning girlfriends. The thing that was perhaps more surprising was that they all expressed their discontent with their missus. They all made it sound so cagey and I was left feeling like the eligible bachelor. Being single had its perks. (laughs) I just think that you don't appreciate them at the time because you're too busy wishing you weren't single. All that spare time, the selfishness. The funniest moment last night was when Ollie openly confessed masturbating in the studio late one night when he got bored. So it's not you. You just have a friend that's the studio masturbator. He nearly got busted and the only thing that came between him and the janitor was a display board. I was in the studio for hours today, keeping my distance from that part of the studio. Because <laughs> <laughs> it definitely would have been clean. What's that on the wall? Speaking of masturbators in strange places, when I worked at Topshop when I was like 16, we only sold women's clothes and I was working on the fitting room and I can still remember the guy's face. This guy walked up to me with like a handful of clothes and said, can I go in? And I didn't know what to say. And this was like way, way, way before non-binary trans people were like, it was, it was known. So like, they were only like selling that's... women's clothes and you were raising an eyebrow that it was a guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was just, I mean, I wasn't even raising an eyebrow. I guess I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I let him in. I should have let him in after all the women had come out, Yeah. obviously. But I was 16 and I had no idea. So I let him in and he went in and he came out and he was trying on all these, like, they were like, it was like underwear. It was like corsets and stuff like that. Yeah. That he was trying on and he was coming out with them and he was like parading around and stuff and then going back in. And then he left and left all the clothes in the fitting room and we went in and he'd masturbated all over the curtain. So like we had the fitting rooms had these curtains. It must have been like a foot, a foot and a half off the ground. So you could see like up to people's knees sort of thing while they were getting changed. Yeah. And we saw him doing it in the shadow. We could see because there was a shadow cast out into the fitting room. Uh-huh. But the only people in the store were me. It was a Sunday and this other girl who was only 17. Yeah. So we're both just stood there like, oh, we shit. don't know what to do. What are we yeah. supposed to do? Yeah. And the guy comes out with the biggest smile on his face. I can still see. I bet he did. I can still see the smile. Because yeah. obviously he was, what do you call it when like the, you know, people want to get caught or it's the thrill of being caught. Like, Is that like voyeurism? Yeah. Yeah. So it was obviously voyeuristic. And, and a criminal. Yeah. And like we were so like, I don't know if it was because we were shocked or we were young, you know, uh-huh. we weren't mature or we just didn't know what to do. And he got it all over the curtain. We got like a broom handle and like lifted this curtain up <laughs> to, to like put it out of commission. So no, one, on me. so no one else could go in there. <laughs> And then, like, had to close it up the rest of the day. Like, it was awful. Yeah. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the guy's face. I'll is, never forget is, his face. That is grotty. Uh, I woke up quite early, 8.30. What the hell time of day is that? And got up straight away. I had loads of ironing to do and spent ages on it before I went to uni. Ironing? You are a change, man. A student ironing? 
up at 8.30, doing ironing straight to university. I hadn't planned a time to go. I had to be in for the late afternoon for tutorials, so I thought it would be better to go earlier and do a bit more. It's hard to gauge the tutor's opinion. Of- I'm still just baffled that who? I did any ironing. What? Who, who cares about Oh, no, shirts? no, it's okay. I ended up being the first in at uni from landscape, but remembered I need to get mum something for Mother's Day, so I nipped into town. So no, no studying. No. no but, studying. you know, nice pressed shirts. The house is a disgrace at the moment. Drunk all over the place. Can't remember the last meal I ate with a knife and fork. I met 40. <laughs> Just hand feeding myself <laughs> pot noodle, singeing my fingers. Uh, they are really hot. You'd have to be really careful. Uh, I played average pool, yet still 131. We were both spruced up for Vicky's 21st, which started in the forum, then on to Fruk. I enjoyed talking to Veronica and Jess, but only a few others. A lot of landscapers were there, but I felt like a bit of a spare wheel most of the time. Then in Fruk, Matt and 4T seemed to be overly keen to shove me in the direction of any bird, which pissed me off. You love being shoved in the direction of birds. Not ones with scarred faces and busted teeth. Disgusting. (laughs) You better have never referred to me as a bird. Bird. Me bird. 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 Dave, a.k.a. Seb, came over from Manchester today. I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned his nickname in here. But you said for, his name's Seb. Yeah, but we had a nickname for him. Uh, so this is, I knew him from sixth form, but we called him Quiche Boy for a oh, while. Oh, I know this story. So we were uh, looking around different universities and we both applied. One of our places that we wanted to go was Manchester. So we decided to uh, car share on the way down. So my mum was driving, didn't have a license at the time. And so we agreed to take Dave as well. And about... Ten minutes into the journey, we just hear this like sort of crinkling in the back of the car. I didn't really turn around and take much notice to start off with, but then I, we start to smell. It's like, was like, what's that smell? It smells like cheese and like onion. And I turn around and he's just got like this like massive quiche that he's just like <laughs> numbing into, and there's just quiche crumbs like going everywhere and like like and it's it just in a way like it's the most normal thing in the Did world you bring to do. A knife and fork? No, just a big foil wrapped <laughs> quiche. Was it a homemade quiche or had he bought it from a shop? I don't know, but he was absolutely loving it. And, I'm guessing if it's wrapped in foil, it's homemade. It could be. It might, yeah, it might was be. Was it but, warm or was it cold? Well, I'd imagine it was, you know, probably cooled off by then. And I just said, that, Dave, what are you what are you doing? And he's just like, Mark, I'm just eating quiche. <laughs> had he sliced it into like slices or was it just was he just eating it as a whole it was maybe like half but it, there was just like it was half that's big, awful big like you know, of quiche. big bite marks out of it nice nice quiche boy today I made the mistake of believing that there was some sort of truth in the validity of the morning's tutorial times I was in at 9.30 as outlined in the brief for the module I was also under the impression that there would be some kind of lecture in the afternoon I was wrong on both accounts I can feel your rage in yes. those very well-constructed sentences. I've been deprived of a sleep-in until 11 in the morning. All this time, I felt like I'd been punched in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> you betray my father. You betray my mother. You bring shame. You betray my blood. Actually, I just took a leak. Before, and it felt as though my kidney was under some strain. It's probably all the boozing. I also just had a little deja vu. Had I punched myself in the gut at some point? <laughs> you 
you dick. <laughs> Man, I felt sick all day. I hope I'm not breaking down. You're so dramatic. Uh, it's like half a page of just drama. I still managed to get some work done at uni, though I hadn't had a chance to get enough work done on the weekend to need a tutorial. Whilst at uni, I had a grand idea for a summer barbecue. I could get some tents in and we could have a sleepover. Oh, God, how old am I? Oh, but also, like, barbecues in England, especially barbecues at university, are when everyone goes to Asda and buys those crappy foil disposable trays for five ninety nine and goes to the park. And then literally there's just, like, grass burns. Everywhere. I don't see this going anywhere other than like a couple of tents with a couple of dudes in each tent. Because I yeah. literally know no women. No. I was drinking a morning cuppa, still in my dressing gown. And I got a call from Tommy saying that there was a lecture about to start. 12 or so sweaty minutes later, I was down there <laughs> uni and managed to get into the start of the lecture. 12 minutes from Crooks. How's that work? I hadn't brought uh, any projects down, so I decided to do some emails. Go to the library, having had the lecture. I was searching for the projects by Brisbane-based practices so I could quote them in covering letters for my CV. I only got one, but then I stumbled across an interesting article questioning how useful the LA courses are in Australia when it comes to practicing um, to a practicing level. It was very interesting, particularly a small section regarding Australian practices taking on students from abroad who've recently graduated. The article suggested that foreign graduates possess additional skills and principles that practices can really benefit from. So having read that, I felt a whole lot more optimistic about my chances of gaining work experience in Australia. At work, I seemed to be on an iron brew whip and managed to eat a load of chocolate without paying for it. <laughs> You're the shoplifter. You've become the shoplifter oh, that you no. hate so much. I don't want the sack. I need Roger as a reference, but I'll abuse my position as much as possible. Mark, that's not good. Uh, this one is titled James Cole Nursery, a fuzz headbutting. I can't believe how bollocks the field trip was today. We went to James Cole's nursery. Oh, you mean like a plant nursery? I thought you meant like a children's nursery, but it was pretty boring. The coach journey was overly long and you like to think the destination will hold at least some joy, but it didn't really deliver. We basically followed this old dude who resembled mini me and went on about a few different growing methods. I couldn't stop thinking about his head looking like a cook. He <laughs> 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 was so scathing. I went straight home when I got back and then got some pie and chips from Battersea. We decided we would go to Fuzz, me, Chris, and surprisingly Matt. First, we went to the Cavendish. They had a wicked vodka Red Bull deal on. Then we went over to the Interval and met with Adrian and these two girlies who were taken, unfortunately. Inside the Fuzz, the band were crap, so we were next door. Um, It was my round, and on the way back, this guy walked into me and knocked Matt's pipe, so I protested. He denied it and pushed me, so I nutted the bastard. <gasps> Shoplifting and assault in the space of two Do you remember days. that? Yeah, yeah. Do you really? <laughs> you like proper headbutted him? Yeah. Does the headbutt not hurt? I feel like it would hurt you as much as it would hurt the other guy. It probably did, but yeah. Like a headbutt, Not my proudest moment. A headbutt would not be like my choice of assault if I was going to do it to someone. Look, I don't know if I literally like went from world whack and then went you know, followed through, but I definitely... Wow. Um, yeah, kind of embarrassing, but... No, I knew it was probably just like a little like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, get away, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> sort of slipped over and actually <laughs> clashed heads. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. And then when you retold the story, you're like, yeah, I fucking nutted him. I know the bastard. 
death of the Megan fantasy. Okay, that sounds dramatic. Probably, no, it's because you've seen her with a cracked face and no teeth. <laughs> Your face offends me. Exactly. <laughs> you were so hot before. Cracking headache today. Can't think why. Bad memories from last night. Having seen Megan with some new guy. That's the end of that little obsessive episode. But where the whole nutting thing is concerned, well, it hasn't done my self-esteem any harm. Though in principle, it was obviously the wrong thing to have done. I also found out that the varsity tournament is on next Wednesday. That's all sports from the teams of Sheffield, Uni, Hallam, fighting it out. It's an annual thing and last year was fun. I competed in the swimming and did well at last year's gala. I wanted to see Dawn of the Dead today, but could not find anyone to go with, so left it. Nowadays, you would just go to the cinema by yourself. Oh, there's be plenty of that, yeah. Yeah, because now you just accept that you don't have any friends. I'd rather go and see a film by myself. <laughs> We're so old. Uh, <laughs> this evening I went to Rachel's house party which was early 90s themed this was like 2004 why are you having like a 90s themed party we wouldn't we've still got those clothes available we wouldn't have like a 2010s party what would we even do 2010s I could only find a bucket hat which was feeble compared to some of the outrageous costumes people came in Rachel's housemates pants were pretty awful stark tartan dead red dungarees they had decent punch and a SNES set up in the adjacent room, which was Rachel's room, and I was kicking ass. Then in the wee hours of the morning, myself, Tommy, and Brian stumbled home, though not before we found a trolley and raced it down the hill. Typical while one of us sat in it. Classic student behaviour. <sighs> Philippe told me he enjoyed the party, which I'm glad about. I was the only one he knew, but people liked him, and he liked my friends, so all's well. He outlined Rachel as being particularly nice. We all seem to think so. I still get the impression Matt Forty thinks I should try it on with Rachel, but the thought of the final few months being uncomfortable post-rejection is really unappealing. Friends are definitely the safe option. With a crit on Monday and time set to be wasted on co-op today, you think I'd be forced into getting up early. Did you? <laughs> Dubious. Nay. Uh, For I didn't get up until about 11, though I still did some work before the afternoon shift. After two hours in the co-op, I started to spack out a little. I could hardly work out people's change. When I got home, I'd just put a stinky garlic Kiev in when Chris dropped me a line to see if I was interested in the first barbecue of the season. Hell yeah. Actually, it was a little tame, but I wasn't really ready for working on my project having just finished at co-op. It was at Adrian's and I spoke to Anita briefly and also Forty as he trundled back in from a weekend with his Kate. Well, it's 3.22 on Monday morning, so I'd best get back to studying. I'm not studying then. 3.22, Monday morning. 24-hour party, people. Clearly. You know what? I don't. Tell me. I don't think all-nighters are that productive. (laughs) I still had to sleep. I slept in as well till 11. My crit session was at 12, so I was a little frantic. I had so little energy that everything I did... No, just stop. I thought you were high-fiving me. Do you do a live That's why I told you to stop so that we could like cut that bit out. I thought you were going to high five me and you farted instead. <laughs> I had so little energy that everything I did was well below par. Throughout the day, I was popping Pro Plus and downing power drinks at least to function on the most simple level. Do you ever get the impression that you're the only single walking the land? I swear as if it were a twisted setup that every bird I have had a thing for over the past few years has suddenly got hitched and I decided to parade around right in front of me. Megan the other day. Yeah, just to piss you off. Yeah, just to piss me it's off. It's all right? about you. Megan the other day, halfway down, uh, halfway down, some other guy, Gemma, well, not certain it was her, but anyway, and Charlotte today, unsurprisingly, 
was with another bloke. What about Charlotte? I used to go to all of the um, like the metal nights with her, mm-hmm. and she was really nice. But I, I don't know why she just listened to my shit the whole time. Maybe she liked you, and you were just too much of a virgin to realise. Probably. After footy, I was at times trying to extract info from Nicola on where she got her bargain plane ticket. She says there's some kind of deal at the in Star Travel that expires on Wednesday. Oh my God, you couldn't like search on the internet for the best deal. Nah. We used to go on teletext holidays. Teletext? When we were looking for holidays. Or like in actual brochures. Yeah, there was no comparison websites no. yet. I might check it out, but the latest departure is the end of June, three months away. Massive sleeping sesh last night, 11 hours. But it was a good thing because I had loads to do today and it went well. I spent a fair bit of time in uni locating books in the geography library. I wonder if they were relevant books or I was just like, oh, book. I went to watch the first teams of Sheffield Union Hallam uh, Lockhorns at Bramble Lane uh, where there was a good attendance. Everyone was cheering. Uh, one female fan screamed, come on, Sheffield, and then swiftly realised that it applied to both teams. <laughs> so she panicked and said, uh, uni, to roars of laughter from all corners of the stand. And that is March. So what have we learned in March? You are still a lazy, unmotivated, alcoholic. I'm a nutter and a shoplifter. Also those things, but mostly... You're a lazy, unmotivated, and, uh, alcoholic, yes, virgin. Still. Wouldn't recommend leaning on too many walls at the uh, Sheffield Uni Arts Tower, um, particularly on the floor with the landscape architects. If you see some stains there, <laughs> I'm sure Ollie will answer your uh, queries. And Again, this is for entertainment purposes only. Yes. And any evidence here cannot be entered into a trial. Yes. I'm sure it was all just a made-up story. Yes. Very much. And then we woke up from the dream. (laughs) Surely the Statue of Limitations is out now for public indecency. I would think so. When I was at uni, there was, like, we would, when you went to the toilet, you would hear someone pooping in the shower. Like, you know when just the public toilets have got, like, a shower in them? And they used to like, it's called waffle stomping. They used to stomp it down the drain. (laughs) It was so gross. And like, it always used to stink in there. And there were literally toilets. I don't know why they pooped in the shower. And we couldn't find who it was. Like there was like this huge thing and we used to post outside to try and find out who was waffle stomping. Uh Never found him. There were like posters everywhere. Do not poop in the shower. Yeah, but do you think that Someone that was doing that would honestly come up to you and say, yeah, 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 it was me. Well, maybe if it was a misunderstanding, maybe if it was like a cultural thing. You know, like in a lot of Asian countries, they have like showers in the toilets because you're not supposed to use toilet paper. You're supposed to like proper wash your bum. We'd like to hear from viewers at this point. (laughs) If your religion consists of pooing in a shower and stopping it down the drain, do let us know. Until next time. (laughs) Bye. Follow Badly Written Boy online. We're at badlywrittenboy.com. Also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Badly Written Boy. Like and subscribe our podcast on Spotify and YouTube. And please, please leave a nice review.